Thanks for listening to Jalen's Journal. Welcome to Season 2. Today's episode is called Surviving Patriarchy, Part 1, Me Too. In this episode, I will stand in solidarity for all sexual assault survivors, as it is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. I want to start off saying that we are not victims. We are survivors. We are strong and we have made it through patriarchy. We may not be in one piece and we definitely have scars and bruises, but in in the end, we made it through. Not with any protection from anyone but us. The ones who are going through this together. The ones who understand that we don't cry out just for attention. The ones who have taken one for the team. I stand in solidarity with you. Demanding for a change. Because almost every woman in my life has been sexually assaulted in some type of way. Some worse than others. Yet I've never heard a man admit to this type of crime. It's time for everyone to start taking responsibility for your actions. Make it a point to ask yourself, is this consent when you're with someone? If the answer is no, then you need to rethink your actions immediately or it will break that person forever. Sexual assault is not something you can just get over. You will feel violated for the rest of your life. When I was a little girl, my Nana always told me that your goodies or pocketbook or whatever you want to call it was something very special that you don't give away until the right person comes along. Public service announcement. The only person who can choose who deserves the goodies is the owner. If you don't get true consent, you're a thief, period. I want to start off by apologizing because I know this is a very sensitive topic for some people, for me especially, but this is a much-needed conversation that's been on my heart for a while now. In this episode, Survivors, we stand together. I will address what consent is, what is rape, share some personal experiences, see how the police react when they are investigating a sexual assault case. I will address coping and also getting help. I want everyone to self-reflect in this episode because I'm asking for change. This topic does not leave out anyone because anyone is capable of sexually taking advantage of a human being. Because people are not who they say they are sometimes. 
it's taken me weeks to figure out how to go about this episode because I'm not looking for sympathy or anyone to feel bad for me. This happens way too often to, to way too many people, too many women actually, and people would rather stay oblivious. I don't want to be a victim. I didn't ask for this. And I'm strong and I'm working on overcoming this trauma, honestly. Um, first off, I want to explain what rape feels like. This is painful, but apparently people don't get it. People think when a woman speaks out, it's, out, it's for clout. When in reality, it's taken everything in her to risk her dignity to tell people who, how someone disrespected her body. As a woman in society, society puts us in a very small box of how a lady is supposed to act. I know me personally, I've tried to uphold that standard my whole life. Being raised in church, I remember my mother would tell me to keep my legs closed so tight you could hold a dime between your knees. After I consensually gave up my virginity, I started to enjoy the high of having sex. Everyone craves intimacy, some crave it more than others. But one's desires does not make them who they are. After a while, I took back the word lady and I just wanted to live as a woman. I wanted to call my own shots and be whoever I wanted to be with and be safe and be happy. Whether you may agree or not, my body is my own and no one can take that away from me. All in all, no matter what, I've always carried myself as a confident and respectable woman because that is how my parents raised me. They used to say if you carried yourself respectably, that's how you gain respect. But no one ever said that if you let your guard down, you'll be preyed on. been sexually assaulted three times. No one will ever and should ever get used to this type of thing, ever. I have decided I wanted to start taking self-defense classes and carrying around two weapons everywhere I go due to this. Two out of three times, I was sober. previous interactions with the predators before the assault. Number one, you feel helpless. You feel scared, weak, vulnerable. You feel like your body is not yours anymore, like you're just living in it. It's like a curse someone put on you, really, because after it happens, it will never leave your mind. And if you don't get help, you'll be fighting to get to forget it your whole life. 
you feel empty, you feel numb, you become very severely depressed. like I wanted to die because I I started to feel worthless it's hard to imagine the fact that someone disregarded your feelings so much that they would take something so valuable without your desire I felt like someone invaded on my relationship with my girlfriend I was diagnosed with anxiety depression, and PTSD. Therapists have recommended that I start trauma-focused therapy because I can't seem to heal from this. Marijuana is my second best friend because when I'm feeling so low, I get high to balance my mind out. When I'm high, being numb is much easier. I actually wrote a poem to describe how I felt. Writing is a coping mechanism of mine. I usually am low on verbal communication, but writing is so thoughtless. Writing is what you feel. read you guys a poem. It's called Helpless. And I wrote this uh, September 8th in 2018. Help me out of it you did this to me the miscomprehension of no justified by your ego what made you think that that was okay I trusted you I believed you when you said okay let's just talk but we didn't talk you just took taken almost broken, shaken, hurting, help me, I was having a good time before you came along, denied, denial, in full effect, trickster, you took advantage of me, am I not deserving of platonic desire, my eyes denied you, so you refused to look. I hate you for this. I'm stuck. The episode is on replay every day, and I just want to get away. But you've casted this curse on me that I can't forget. I can't figure out how to break. If I plead my case, will it undermine my press? I didn't ask for this, but will it matter? I just want my heart to stop hurting so I can love completely, discreetly. I'm weakening obliquely because
because it's my mind feeding me her from one night naively he baited me then hooked me after Mr. Krabs warned me not to fall for the hooks shook captured and never returned the same consent of the victim. Rape is defined as penetration, no matter how slight, of the vagina or anus with any body part or object, or oral penetration by a sex organ of another person, without the consent of the victim. that causes physical, psychological, or sexual harm to those in the relationship. And sexual assault itself is said to include forced sexual intercourse and other forms of sexual coercion. The Centers of Disease Control and Prevention CDC, for example, defines sexual violence as sexual activity where consent is not obtained or not given freely. The Office of Women's Health, part of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, defines sexual assault as any type of forced or coerced sexual contact or behavior that happens without consent. Sexual coercion is unwanted sexual activity that happens when you are pressured, tricked, threatened, or forced in a non-physical way. Coercion can make you think you owe sex to someone. It might be from someone who has power over you like a teacher, landlord, or a boss. No person is ever required to have sex with someone else. Sexual coercion is against the law and violates school, rental, or workplace policies. Sexual sexual coercion from someone at school, work, or a rental company or loan office is usually called sexual harassment. If you have been sexually assaulted or harassed and would like to find help to get through this, There is a national sexual assault hotline you can call to talk to an expert. I am also opening I am also open to hearing other people's stories, as I know this is more common than people would like to accept. You can directly message me on my Twitter and Instagram account at Queen Butter 
K-W-E-N Butter B-U-T-T-E-R I am all ears and I am no one to judge. describe a few situations I've gotten through where I was sexually assaulted. The first time it was while I attended Hampton University. It was by this guy I had given had gave a chance to so let's just call him butter so background story he had taken me on a date before we tried talking but it didn't work out because one day after class he was walking with me towards my dorm when he said he had a condom and suggested that we had he wanted to have sex. I told him I couldn't because I was on my period and he turned he definitely just turned up on me. Accusing me of being a liar and a hoe, so I cut him off right after I mean right before winter break. After I got back from winter break, he saw me and basically apologized and asked me to eat lunch with him. He caught up, we caught up, but I wasn't as forgiving because I was super offended by the way he originally treated me. That night, he asked me to meet him in one of the open buildings on campus. He said he wanted to have some alone time to talk, so I met up with him. And I refused to tell my friends because I knew they think he was full of shit. I was just interested in hearing him out, but he was just interested in having his way with me. All I remember from that night was me being irritated that I agreed to meet him because I felt like I was fighting him off the whole time. dark art studio classroom I had on a sweater dress multiple times he tried to pull my panties down and and I refused after about a half an hour of us going back and forth I tried to leave, leave but there were people outside of the door I didn't leave because I didn't want people to know I was there I was in there I knew what, knew what they would think, so I tried to get him to calm down and just wait it out, but he forced himself on me. Somehow, he finally got me, and yeah. I wasn't able to finish because I made him get off me and let, let him know that I didn't want that. Next day, my dorm 
heard from one of her friends that she saw me come out of the room like I originally did not want. Uh, and she asked, what was I doing up there? And I had to tell her that Butter forced himself on me. But the only thing she did with that information was tell her friend to have something else to talk about. second time I went to a party with a friend and let's just call her M during the time I had just lost my phone so I was communicating through Twitter my friend had asked me to accompany her at a party her BF her boyfriend was throwing he was a party promoter going to be the MC of the night. So I agreed to go because I trusted her and we were going to be with the DJ so I couldn't lose her. When we got to the party, she wasn't interested in going out into the party to actually enjoy the thrill of the people. She just wanted to stand behind the DJ booth and watch everyone. I didn't understand that people watching got really boring after a while so I started to dance a little I saw one guy from my high school that I had sex with before he was actually very handsome let's just call him oh the the original attraction with him was so high so when we made eye contact we automatically wanted to dance with each other we became dance partners literally for the rest of the party I wasn't the best twerker but he still entertained me then the slow grinding music came on all the guys started grabbing chairs to bring to the dance floor so they could get a lap dance. He found him a chair and he pulled me to the back of the party. I was down to give him a lap dance because I could finally use the skills I had been practicing at home. After the first song, I could tell he was getting into it. I had on a short sundress started trying to put his hands up my dress. I pushed him away and he tried it again. So I told him, I'm not interested in having sex with you. One more time, so he did it one more time. So I got up off him and I let him know that I was dead ass. He pulled me back and he said he would stop. So at the end of maybe 
little song he whispered and asked me to come outside with him I told him no again because I had a feeling that's what he wanted I let him know that I didn't have my phone because someone stole it and that I had to stay with my friend he claimed he just wanted to go outside to talk to catch up so I agreed outside there were already people standing out there so he suggested let's go to his car I refused at first because I was nervous but he insisted that we were just going to talk and catch up so I agreed we walked up to the parking lot to the to this minivan He said it was his parents' car and they were letting him use it for the night. I guess he came out by himself. We got in and he automatically drove around to the back of the plaza where the party was. It was dark as fuck. telling him what he did to me would show him who he really was. I thought I was exposing his friend. But instead of my close friend believing me, he cut me off without thinking twice. And automatically, he believed the lie his pedophile friend told him. I've lost I've lost so many people that I've that they claim to love me and just for speaking out about a man about men who are not who they say they are. And I've just gotten used to easily the third time I really don't want to go in school time is the only time I've thought about going to the police and that's only because my partner is a political science major and is down for the cause but I was sure that this person needed to pay for what he did to me because I clearly let him know that I did not want to have sex with him he tricked me and forced me forced himself on me I felt horribly having to tell my girlfriend that some nigga sexually sexually hurt me. That messed some things up for us because he gave me something that I gave to her 
just let my sex drive to please her. I went to the hospital a little less than a week after it happened. I was there all day because they were running tests on me. They also had the police come take a statement. The first officer that came to me was very open and understanding. He made me feel like they had my best interest in mind. <clears throat> I guess the first officer had to wait for his boss for some reason. His boss asked me to give him a statement as well. Afterwards, he began to ask me questions as if he was interrogating me asking me if I denied him verbally. It was like he was trying to twist up my story to make me think that I did consent because I didn't say no. I became discouraged and slowly lost motivation to go through with the investigation. It was like all the other officers were against me. I didn't feel like I like trying to prove myself to everyone because I was way too exhausted. I often think that I still should go through with the investigation because what happened really happened and I cry just about every week about it. But I think, who's really in my corner? I don't have the strength to fight like this when I have literally everybody against me because I decided to speak up. I decided to speak up on my own terms. The point of me sharing these stories is not for people to feel bad for me. This should hurt you if you're a human being. But I don't need that. I felt bad for myself long enough just asking for change. I'm asking for every listener to notice a pattern. Rape culture is an environment in which rape is prevalent and in which sexual violence because sorry in which sexual violence against women is normalized and excused in the media and popular culture. Rape culture is perpetrated through the use of misogynistic language and the objectification of women's bodies and the glamorization of sexual violence, thereby creating a society that disregards women's rights and safety. There are so many women that are afraid to tell their story. And me telling my story today was nerve-wracking itself. But can you... The rape of one woman is a degradation of terror and limitation to all women. 
most women and girls limit their behavior because of the existence of rape. Although many men don't rape, and many women are never victims of rape, the cycle of fear itself is the legacy of rape culture. I'm asking people to self-reflect and ask yourself, is consent your main priority when having intercourse or, or are you a predator too? Ask yourself, has someone admitted to being sexually assaulted to you and you did nothing? Did you acknowledge what they were telling you? Survivors don't expose this type of information just because. Survivors yearn to be refilled because someone violated them and emptied them all out. If you are a predator, you need to own up to it to either change your ways, pay for your crimes, apologize to the people you hurt, or just accept the fact that you are a disgusting person and you need help. A sexual predator is defined as a person seen as obtaining or trying to obtain sexual contact with another person in a metaphorically predatory or abusive manner. Similar to how a predator hunts down its prey, so the sexual predator is thought to hunt down its prey. thought to hunt for its sex partners. Women are human beings. Women are people. People deserve to keep their innocence. People have the right to decline sex, no matter the circumstances. Rape is more prevalent than we acknowledge, but it's also killing more people than we acknowledge. It's killing people from the inside, forcing people to get on drugs and alcohol to cope. Women are fighting for our lives every single day, in the workplace, at school. I don't even feel comfortable going anywhere by myself anymore. We live in a patriarchal society where it's male-dominated. We need more men to break down this toxic system, teaching their sons and mentees that women do not owe them sex. They have to earn it with respect and integrity. We need more men to dismantle this toxic system because more women are getting hurt by the, by the hour. More women are getting angrier every day because we are not seen as human beings. We are objectified on a very degrading level. 
all women want is to be heard, to really be seen as a prize. Instead of teaching how to not get raped, the difference, teach the difference between consent and no consent in schools so that no one can say they didn't know. Most people know how to tell if an individual is being pleased or if they're being held against their will. We need to hold up. We need to hold all individuals accountable who take advantage of vulnerability and take what doesn't belong to them. We need to stop making women feel like they are not heard by creating a system that openly hears women's stories to bring justice. We need to stop making women seem unbelievable as if sexual assault doesn't happen. If we need to address it every way so that our sons and our daughters can grow up freely and be who they are without feeling pressured to live up to different roles set in place for them before they even got here. We are fighting for equity in every aspect. Join me in this Me Too movement. Write out your pain. Draw your pain. We're in this fight together. We're unbreakable. This is part one of surviving patriarchy. And if you're still listening, thank you. Stay tuned for part two. And this is Jalen's journal.